scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012 Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software. Welcome to Day 5 of Week 17 of the Daily Bible Reading. Today we're in 1 Samuel chapter 17, 1 Chronicles chapter 2, and Acts chapter 12. But before we begin the reading, let's say a prayer. Our Holy Father, we are grateful that you've given us examples that increase our faith. We see today that David, even though he was young, was through your power able to defeat Goliath. We see, Father, that through your power, Peter was released from prison, delivered from the king. We pray, Father, that you would help us to never doubt your power, that our trust would be wholly on you, knowing that in the last day you will raise us up from the dead. And we ask that you would help us to remain faithful to you so that we can look forward to that day. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's begin the reading in First Samuel chapter 17. The Philistines gathered their camps for battle, and they were gathered at Soko, which belongs to Judah. They camped between Soko and Azekah in Ephesdamim. Then Saul and the men of Israel were gathered and encamped in the valley of Elah, and they formed ranks for the battle to meet the Philistines. The Philistines were standing on the hill on one side, and the army of Israel was standing on the hill on the other side, with the valley between them. Then a champion went out from the camps of the Philistines, whose name was Goliath from Gath. His height was six cubits and a span. A bronze helmet was on his head, and he was clothed with scale body armor. The weight of the body armor was five thousand bronze shekels. Bronze greaves were on his legs, and a bronze javelin was slung between his shoulders. The shaft of his spear was like a weaver's beam, and the point of his spear weighed six hundred iron shekels. His shield-bearer was walking in front of him. He stood and called to the battle lines of Israel and said to them, Why have you come out to form ranks for battle? Am I not the Philistine, and you the servants of Saul? Commission for yourselves a man, and let him come down to me. If he is able to fight with me, and he defeats me, then we will be your servants. But if I prevail over him and defeat him, then you will be our servants, and you will serve us. Then the Philistine said, I hereby defy the battle lines of Israel today. Give me a man, so that we may fight each other. When Saul and all Israel heard these words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and very afraid. Now David was the son of an Ephrathite. This man was from Bethlehem of Judah, and his name was Jesse. He had eight sons. In the days of Saul this man was old, yet he still walked among the men. The three oldest sons of Jesse had gone and followed Saul to the battle. The names of his three sons who went to the battle were Eliab the firstborn, his second oldest was Abinadab, and the third was Shammah. Now David was the youngest. The three oldest followed Saul, but David went back and forth from Saul to feed the sheep of his father in Bethlehem. Now the Philistine came forward early and late, and he took his stand for forty days. Then Jesse said to his son David, Please take for your brothers an ephah of this roasted grain and these ten loaves of bread, and bring them quickly to the camp for your brothers, and these ten portions of cheese you will bring to the commander of the thousand. Find out how your brothers are doing and take their pledge. Now Saul and they and all the men of Israel were in the valley of Elah fighting the Philistines. 
David rose early in the morning and left the sheep with the keeper, and he took the provisions and went as Jesse had commanded him. He came to the encampment while the troops were going to the battle line, and they raised the war cry. Israel and the Philistines drew up in battle lines, one battle line against the other. David left the baggage he had with him in the care of the baggage keeper, ran to the battle line, and came and asked how his brothers were doing. While he was speaking to them, the champion, whose name was Goliath the Philistine from Gath, was coming up from the caves of the Philistines. He spoke just as he had previously, and David heard his words. When all the men of Israel saw the man, they fled from his presence and were very afraid. And the men of Israel said, Did you see this man who has come up? For he is going up to defy Israel. It will be that the man who defeats him, the king will make him very rich with great wealth, and will give him his daughter in marriage, and will make his father's house free in Israel. Now David had spoken to the men who were standing with him, saying, What will be done for the man who defeats this Philistine and removes the disgrace from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he defies the battle lines of the living God? And the troops had spoken to him according to this word, saying, So it will be done for the man who defeats him. His oldest brother Eliab heard while he was speaking to the men, and Eliab became very angry against David and said, Why have you come down today, and with whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know your presumptuousness and the evil of your heart, for you have come down in order to see the battle. David replied, What have I done now? I merely asked a question. He turned around from him to another opposite him, and he spoke to him in the same way, and the people answered him as before. Now the words which David had spoken were heard, and they reported them to Saul, and he summoned him. David said to Saul, Do not let anyone's heart fail concerning him. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. But Saul said to David, You will not be able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, because you are only a boy, whereas he has been a man of war since his childhood. And David said to Saul, Your servant has been a shepherd of the flock for his father. If the lion or the bear would come and carry off a sheep from the group, I would go out after it and strike it down and rescue the sheep from its mouth. If it rose against me, I would grab it by its beard and strike it down and kill it. Your servant has struck down both the lion and the bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, because he defied the battle lines of the living God. And David said, Yahweh, who rescued me from the hand of the lion and from the hand of the bear, will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. Then Saul said to David, Go, and may Yahweh be with you. Then Saul clothed David with his own fighting attire, and put a helmet of bronze on his head, and clothed him with body armor. Then David strapped on his sword over his fighting attire, but he tried in vain to walk around, for he was not trained to use them. So David said to Saul, I am not able to walk with these, because I am not trained to use them. So David removed them. Then he took his staff in his hand, picked out for himself five smooth stones from the wadi, and he put them in his shepherd's bag in the pouch, and with his sling in his hand he approached the Philistine. Then the Philistine came on, getting nearer and nearer to David, with his shield-bearer in front of him. When the Philistine looked and saw David, he despised him, for he was only a boy and ruddy with a handsome appearance. So the Philistine said to David, Am I a dog that you are coming to me with sticks? Then the Philistine cursed David by his gods. 
the Philistine said to David, Come to me, so that I can give your flesh to the birds of heaven and to the wild animals of the field. Then David said to the Philistine, You are coming to me with a sword and with a spear and with a javelin, but I am coming to you in the name of Yahweh of hosts, the God of the battle lines of Israel, whom you have defied. This day Yahweh will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you down and cut off your head. Then I will give the corpses of the army of the Philistines this day to the birds of heaven and to the animals of the earth, so that all the earth may know that there is a God who is for Israel. And all of this assembly will know that Yahweh does not rescue with sword or with spear, for the battle belongs to Yahweh, and he will give you into our hands. When the Philistine got up and came and drew near to meet David, David ran quickly to the battle line to meet the Philistine. Then David put his hand into the bag and took a stone from it and slung it. He struck the Philistine on his forehead, and the stone sank into his forehead, and he fell on his face to the ground. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone, and he struck down the Philistine and killed him, but there was no sword in David's hand. Then David ran and stood over the Philistine, and took his sword, and drew it from its sheath, and killed him, and cut off his head with it. When the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, they fled. The men of Israel and Judah got up, raised the war cry, and pursued the Philistines as far as the valley and up to the gates of Ekron. So the slain of the Philistines fell on the way to Sherem, up to Gath, and as far as Ekron. Then the Israelites returned from pursuing the Philistines and plundered their camp. And David took the head of the Philistine and brought it to Jerusalem and placed his weapons in his tent. Now when Saul saw David going out to meet the Philistine, he said to Abner, the commander of the army, Whose son is this young man, Abner? And Abner said, As your soul lives, O king, I do not know. Then the king said, You inquire whose son this young man is. So when David returned from striking down the Philistine, Abner took him and brought him before Saul. The head of the Philistine was in his hand. Then Saul said to him, Whose son are you, young man? And David said, I am the son of your servant Jesse, the Bethlehemite. All right, now let's read First Chronicles chapter 2. These are the sons of Israel, Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Zebulun, Dan, Joseph, Benjamin, Naphtali, Gad, and Asher. The sons of Judah, Ur, Onan, and Shelah. These three were born to him from Bathsheba the Canaanite. Now Ur, Judah's firstborn, was evil in the sight of Yahweh, and he put him to death. And Tamar, his daughter-in-law, bore Perez and Zerah to him. The sons of Judah were five in all. The sons of Perez, Hezron and Hamul. The sons of Zerah, Zimri, Ethan, Heman, Calcol, and Dara, five in all. The son of Carmi, Akar, the troubler of Israel, who acted unfaithfully in the matter of the devoted thing. And the son of Ethan was Azariah. The sons of Hezron, who were born to him, Jeremiel, Ram, and Caleb. And Ram fathered Aminadab, and Aminadab fathered Nashan, prince of the sons of Judah. And Nashan fathered Selma, and Selma fathered Boaz. And Boaz fathered Obed, and Obed fathered Jesse. And Jesse fathered Eliab his firstborn, Abinadab the second, Shemiah the third, Nethanel the fourth, Radai the fifth, Ozem the sixth, David the seventh. Their sisters were Zeruiah and Abigail. The sons of Zeruiah, Abishai, Joab, and Asahel, three. And Abigail bore Amasa, and the father of Amasa was Jether the Ishmaelite.
And Caleb, the son of Hezron, fathered children by Azubah, his wife, and by Jerioth. And these were her sons, Jeshur, Shobab, and Ardon. And when Azubah died, Caleb married Ephrathah, and she bore her to him. And her fathered Uri, and Uri fathered Bezalel. And afterward Hezron went in to the daughter of Machir, the father of Gilead. And he married her when he was sixty years old. And she bore Segub to him. And Segub fathered Jair, and he had twenty-three cities in the land of Gilead. And Geshur and Aram took Havoth Jair from them, Canath and its cities, sixty cities. All these were the descendants of Machir, the father of Gilead. And after the death of Hezron and Caleb Ephrathah, Abijah, the wife of Hezron, bore to him Asher, the father of Tekoa. And the sons of Jeremiel, the firstborn of Hezron, were Ram, his firstborn, Bunah, Oren, Ozim, and Ahijah. And Jeremiel had another wife, and her name was Atara. She was the mother of Onam. The sons of Ram, the firstborn of Jeremiel, were Maz, Jamin, and Eker. And the sons of Onam were Shammai and Jada. And the sons of Shammai were Nadab and Abishur. And the name of the wife of Abishur was Abihail, and she bore to him Aben and Molid. The sons of Nadab were Seled and Apaim. And Seled died without children. And the sons of Apaim, Ishi. The sons of Ishi, Shishan. The sons of Shishan, Alai. And the sons of Jada, the brother of Shammai, Jether and Jonathan. And Jether died without children. And the sons of Jonathan, Peleth and Zaza. These were the children of Jeremiel. And Shishan had no sons, only daughters. But Shishan had an Egyptian slave, and his name was Jarha. So Shishan gave his daughter to Jarha his slave for a wife, and she bore to him Atai. And Atai fathered Nathan, and Nathan fathered Zabad. And Zabad fathered Ephlal, and Ephlal fathered Obed. And Obed fathered Jehu, and Jehu fathered Azariah. And Azariah fathered Helez, and Helez fathered Eliasa. And Eliasa fathered Sismai, and Sismai fathered Shalom. And Shalom fathered Jechamiah, and Jechamiah fathered Elishama. And the sons of Caleb, the brother of Jeremiel, were Misha his firstborn. He was the father of Ziph, the sons of Marisha, Hebron. And the sons of Hebron were Korah, Tapua, Rechem, and Shema. And Shema fathered Raham, the father of Jorkiam. And Rechem fathered Shemai. And the son of Shemai was Maon, and Maon was the father of Bethzer. And Ephah, the concubine of Caleb, gave birth to Haran, Moza, and Gezez. And Haran fathered Gezez. And the sons of Jedai were Rigam, Jotham, Geshen, Pelet, Ephah, and Shaph. Makkah, the concubine of Caleb, gave birth to Sheber and Tirhana. She also gave birth to Shaph, the father of Madmana, Shiva, the father of Machbenah, and the father of Gibeah, and the daughter of Caleb was Aksa. These were the descendants of Caleb. The sons of Hur, the firstborn of Ephrathah, Shobal, the father of Kiriath-Jerim, Salma, the father of Bethlehem, and Hereph, the father of beth -Gadar. And Shobal, the father of Kiriath-Jerim, had other sons, Haroah, half of the Minuhath, and the families of Kiriath-Jerim, the Ithrites, the Puthites, and the Shumathites, and the Mishrites. From these descended the Zorathites and the Eshtralites, the sons of Salma, Bethlehem, the Netophathites, Ataroth, Beth Joab, and half of the Manahathites, the Zorites, and the families of the scribes who lived at Jabez, the Tirathites, the Shimeathites, and the Succothites. 
These were the Kenites who came from Hamath, the father of the house of Rechab. All right, now let's read Acts chapter 12. Now at that time Herod the king laid hands on some of those from the church to harm them. So he executed James the brother of John with the sword. And when he saw that it was pleasing to the Jews, he proceeded to arrest Peter also. Now this was during the Feast of Unleavened Bread. After he had arrested him, he also put him in prison, handing him over to four squads of soldiers to guard him, intending to bring him out for public trial after the Passover. Thus Peter was kept in prison, but prayer was fervently being made to God by the church for him. Now when Herod was about to bring him out, on that very night Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and guards before the door were watching the prison. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood near him, and a light shone in the prison cell. And striking Peter's side, he woke him up, saying, Get up quickly. And his chains fell off his hands. And the angel said to him, Gird yourself, and put on your sandals. And he did so. And he said to him, Wrap your cloak around you, and follow me. And he went out, and was following him. And he did not know that what was being done by the angel was real, but was thinking he was seeing a vision. And after they had passed the first and second guard, they came to the iron gate that leads to the city, which opened for them by itself. And they went out and went forward along one narrow street, and at once the angel departed from him. And when Peter came to himself, he said, Now I know truly that the Lord has sent out his angel, and rescued me from the hand of Herod and all that the Jewish people expected. And when he realized this, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, who is also called Mark, where many people were gathered together and were praying. And when he knocked at the door of the gateway, a female slave named Rhoda came up to answer. And recognizing Peter's voice, because of her joy she did not open the gate, but ran in and announced that Peter was standing at the gate. But they said to her, You are out of your mind. But she kept insisting it was so. And they kept saying, it is his angel. But Peter was continuing to knock, and when they opened the door, they saw him and were astonished. But motioning to them with his hand to be silent, he related to them how the Lord had brought him out of the prison. And he said, Report these things to James and to the brothers. And he departed and went to another place. Now when day came, there was not a little commotion among the soldiers as to what then had become of Peter. And when Herod had searched for him and did not find him, he questioned the guards and ordered that they be led away to execution. And he came down from Judea to Caesarea and stayed there. Now he was very angry with the Tyrians and Sidonians. So they came to him with one purpose, and after persuading Blastus, the king's chamberlain, they asked for peace, because their country was supported with food from the king's country. So on an appointed day, Herod, after putting on royal clothing and sitting down on the judgment seat, began to deliver a public address to them. But the people began to call out loudly, The voice of a god and not of a man! And immediately an angel of the Lord struck him down, because he did not give the glory to God. And he was eaten by worms and died. But the word of God kept on increasing and multiplying. So Barnabas and Saul returned to Jerusalem when they had completed their service, having taken along with them John, who is also called Mark. All right, well, that's the reading for today. Until next time, have a great weekend, and keep meditating on the Word of God.